I can't believe it. So, left with few options for expanding, the president's son has been quietly chipping away at Trump's mountain of debt. Debt, Donald Trump has lots of it, more than $1 billion in all, and most of it will come due to due in the next four years. Luckily for the president, his children have been lessening the burden by chipping away at the Trump Organization's mountain of mortgages over the past few years. Left with few options for expanding their father's business, Trump's son Eric and Don Jr., who took over day-to-day -day operations when their dad entered office have almost been has mostly been tending to their rent rolls and selling off real estate and ish, uh, using the resulting cash to quietly pay down an estimated 67 million dollars of the trump organization debt since the January 2017 inauguration across 10 of the president's properties. Much of the debt reduction comes from quietly making routine monthly mortgage payments on their commercial properties at 40 Wall Street and the Trump Organization's 72-story office and real retail tower near the New York Stock Exchange the Trumps owned an estimate of $154 million on inauguration day. They owed, they've since reduced that number by $16 million, the most they've paid off at any property since Trump took office. At Trump Park Avenue, a former hotel that Trump turned into luxury condos and retail space in the early 20,000, the Trumps have reduced their mortgage by an estimated $2.2 million. They've taken an estimated $1 million of the debt taken out against their retail space at nearby Trump Plaza and have shaved some $500,000 off the debt at the Trump International Hotel and Tower bordering Central Park. At some, at some properties, they've eliminated their debt entirely. Around the corner from Trump Tower at East 6 East 57th Street, the Trumps paid off the last chunk of their mortgage in 2017 just before their sole tenant Nike vacated the building. Fame jailer Tiffany and Co is now subleasing this space while its iconic flagship store is being renovated next door. In Las Vegas, Trump and his partner billionaire Phil Ruffin took out a $30 million loan against their 64 story tower in late 2016 perhaps freeing up some cash for the candidates 12 million dollar in last minute 2016 campaigns campaign donations after selling 
dozens of condos in the building, the trumps and roofing repaid that loan in 2018. For other big debt repayments, the trumps have their partners to thank. In 2018, the managers of Spring Creek Tower Towers agreed to sell the massive federal subsidized housing complex for $905 million. The deal gave Trump, whose 4% stake in the project was one of the last remaining piece of his father's Brooklyn and Queen real estate empire, an estimated $33 million cash and took an estimated $14 million in liabilities off his balance sheet and Trump's 30% stake in his San Francisco skyscraper, 555 California Street, is burdened by an estimated $11 million less debt that it was in January 2017 thanks to the publicly traded Vornado Realty Trust, which controls the property and has been making monthly payments on its mortgage principal. Of course, Trump Organization has added debt in a few places while Donald Trump has been in Washington, in Palm Beach. The Trumps paid off two mortgages tied to mansions the president owns next to his Malago club in 2017 but took out a new $11 million loan when they purchased a third mansion across the street in 2018. The drums have otherwise largely stayed clear of taping new, tapping new debt while Trump has been in office. Though if he wins a re-election, the family will likely face a series of major ethics challenges as the president company is forced to engage in a series of high-stakes big-money transactions to refinance an estimated $900 million worth of loans that are coming due to, well, for some Trump's most notable holdings including Trump Tower, Trump National, Doral, and the Trump International Hotel in Washington, blocks from the White House. So here are the properties where the Trumps have been paying down debts during Donald Trump's presidency. Spring Creek Towers, New York City, $15 million paid off. Wall Street, New York City. 40 Wall Street, New York City. $16 million paid off. Spring Creek Towers, New York City. $15 million paid off. Trump International Hotel, Las Vegas. $12.5 million paid off. 555 California Street, San Francisco. $11 million paid off. 6X57 Street, New York City, $5 million paid off. U.S. Gulf Courses, $4 million paid off. Trump Park Avenue, $2 million paid off. Trump Plaza, New York City, $1 million paid off. 
Homes in Palm Beach, Florida, $700,000 paid off. And Trump International Hotel on Tower, New York City, $500,000 paid off. How does that make you feel? As, okay, go get your own loan. That's how it makes you feel. <laughs> or don't get any loan at all. It's got 22 in it. You live the life if you don't pay off your loan. You leave the debt to your children. And if you pay it off, bully for you. If you don't get the loan at all, it's quite a stuff. Either way, as hospitalization rise, even White House Coronavirus Task Force admits U.S. isn't rounding the turn. Are you kidding me? No. Top line, while President Trump has continued to insist the final leg of the election that the U.S. is rounding the turn on the coronavirus pandemic, sourcing record-breaking case number to increase testing, the White House Coronavirus Tax Force member in charge of the country's testing level says hospitalization tends trends prove otherwise ah it's not just function or of testing said admiral brett Guerrero, the trump administration's testing of rising case numbers in a yesterday morning's interview on nbc today show explaining we know that too because hospitalization are growing up. More than seven months into the pandemic, the U.S. has been breaking its own somber record, most recently on Tuesday reporting its highest rolling seven-day average of new daily cases topping 70,000. Furthermore, 29 states spanning the entire country have reported a record number of cases over the past week. Nevertheless, Trump battling sleeping favor in the poll in the final week of the presidential election has accused the media of fear-mongering fear-mongering about a public health crisis health he characterizes as halfway out the door telling supporters once again at a tuesday rally the reason the u.s has so many cases is because we test more are you kidding me convict 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 is the unified chant of the fake news lame street media they will talk about nothing else until november 4th when the election will be hopefully over then the talk will be how low the death rate is plenty of hospital rooms and many tests of young people right so that's all the white house science office even listed ending the covid 19 pandemic as one of the Trump administration's top accomplishments on its website. However, the Gear Real said hospitalization 
trends tells a different story with a Tuesday analysis from CNBC shows that the six states have reported a concerning rise in the number of hospitalized hospitalized uh, patients over the past week and the New York Times calculating an estimated 46% rise in the number of people hospitalized from a month ago. 44,212, that's the number of people currently hospitalized in the U.S. with COVID-19, according to data from the Atlantic's COVID tracking project. Of those, 8,909 are currently in the ICU and 2,287 uh, are currently on a ventilator. Jesus. Curio said the U.S. is at another critical point and its response to the pandemic encouraging people to wear masks and social distance the testing chief also insisted that a vaccine is around the corner. The coronavirus pandemic has become a critical issue in the run-up to Election Day, while the Trump administration has tried to downplay this most recent surge in cases. Positioning the pandemic as under control the campaign team for Democratic nominee Joe Biden has fixated on Trump's management of the health crisis as ammo for a November win. Billionaire Michael Bloomberg pumped an estimated $15 million into a last-minute and last-minute ad place in red states centering around the coronavirus pandemic. Further read the White House listing ending COVID-19 pandemic as Trump accomplishment. Forbes, Trump said U.S. was rounding the final turn on 31st August and on 30, on 39th of the 57 days since. Forbes, how the surging virus has crashed into campaigning in every imaginable way. The New York Times. So you can get full coverage and live updates of coronavirus on Forbes magazine, literally, if that's what you're into now. These are the 25 businesses quietly paying Trump's $115 million each year. If you really want to know who holds the financial leverage over the president, focus on the big organization inside Trump's commercial building. Donald Trump has a lot of customers. There are people who purchase his food in Trump Tower, spending $20 on a burger, there are those who stay in his hotel rooms paying $475 for a bed. 
there are others who join Trump-owned clubs, perhaps dueling out as much as $200,000, but the president's most important customers by far are the company's renting space in his building. There aren't all that many of them, there aren't, but they pay big money. In fact, just 25 tenants pay an estimated $115 million in rent every year. Those payments alone account for roughly 20% of all revenue flowing into the president business empire. And since leasing space tends to be a high margin business, that $115 million might translate into $65 million of operating profit and roughly 40% of the estimated total Trump organization earning in a total year. Two of the most lucrative deals involving Gucci and Nike are close well are close to Trump's old home. Goosey lease space inside Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue and Nike had a location around the corner on fifty seventh Street. The president also bring in significant sums of forty at forty Wall Street a skyscraper in Lower Manhattan where Walgreen Boots Alliance pays a reported $3.4 million a year in rent. The true hubs for Trump's big money tenants, however, are uh, 1290 Avenue of the America's New York City and 555 California Street in San Francisco. Trump holds a 30% interest in each building. So our calculations only attribute 30% of the rent from each tenant to the president. Even still, the money adds up. Bank of America pays an estimated $22 million per space inside the 555 California Street complex in San Francisco. Trump's share of that equals $6.5 million dollars. Goldman Sachs pays a reported $5.8 million, an estimate of $1.7 million of which we credit to Trump. The president has never had a publicly disclosed, had to publicly disclose who pays his rent. Federal disclosure laws designed before another imagine in a real estate billionaire in the White House demand that officials disclose which entities pay them directly, which entities pay them directly, but not who pays those entities. Since Trump holds his commercial real estate portfolio through a series of shell companies, he does not have to divulge his tenants. The Trump Organization did not respond to a request for comment.
Forbes first investigated the president's rent roll around the beginning of 2018, tracking down roughly 75% of all money flowing into the president's commercial properties. My book, White House Inc., released last month, digs deeper, detailing more than 90% of the money flowing into the portfolio. So we highlight 25%, 25 tenants who, according to our calculation, are paying the most rent to the president. So they are Goosey, Trump Tower, New York, estimated $22 million, equitable holdings, 1290 Avenue of the Americas, New York, estimated $13 million. Nike 6X57 Street, New York, estimated $13 million. New Bagger Barman, 1290 Avenue of the Americas, New York, estimated $9.6 million. Bank of America, 555 California Street, California, estimated $6.5 million and Cushman and Wakefield 1290 Avenue of the Americas estimated $4.8 million Walgreens Boots Alliance 40 Wall Street in 1290 Avenue of the Americas New York estimated $3.8 million Vanable 12 90 Avenue of the Americas, New York, estimated $3.7 million. Morgan Stanley, 555 California Street, California, estimated $3.1 million. Dodge and Cox, 555 California Street, California, estimated $2.9 million. Clank and Ellis, 555 California Street, California estimated $2.9 million. UBS 555 California Street, California, $2.8 million estimated. Green Ivy Schools, 40 Wall Street, New York, estimated $2.6 million. Brian Cave Layton Paisner, uh, 12 Avenue of the Americas, New York, estimated $2.5 million. Hatchet Book Groves, 1220 Avenue of the Americas, New York, estimated $2.5 million. Lynn Clatter, 1220, well, 1290 Avenue of the Americas, New York, estimated $2.4 million. State Street Bank and Trust Company, 1290 Avenue of the Americas, New York, two estimated $2.4 million. Enterprise Parking Systems, Trump Plaza, Trump International Hotel, Tower, Trump Wall Tower, Trump Park, New York, estimated $2.3 million. Columbus University, 1290 Avenue of the Americas, New York estimated $2.1 million. Countrywide Insurance Company, 40 Wall Street, New York estimated $2.1 million. New York Sports Club, Trump Park Avenue, New York estimated $2 million. 
Fennec and West, 555 California Street, California, estimated $1.9 million. Goldman Sachs, 555 California Street, California, estimated $1.7 million. Thornton Thomas Setti, 40 Wall Street, New York, estimated $1.6 million. Hardash, 40 Wall Street, New York, estimated $1.6 million. Are we done or are we just getting started? MYOB, which one is renting for you? All your inheritance are covered with squatters and you're not getting a dime from it. Look, I'm just broadcasting. What's the matter? Suck it up. Reed Hastings, the billionaire co-finder Netflix and his spouse. Patty Quinlan have become two of California's biggest donors to state proposition. Their political giving to the Golden State proposition have nearly doubled when compared to the 2016 election cycle. What's more, while the political donations were given by Hastings four years ago, for this election, nearly all the gifts has been under Quillian's name. Cranky, you didn't exactly tell me how much they donated. In total, Hastings and Quillian have given $4.5 million to various fundraising committees for New California proposition up for a vote this November. In 2016, they gave 2.5 million of the 12 statewide propositions up for a vote to the couple. No, the couple has given to us five of them. The couple has also given 399,450 in 2019 and 2020 to political candidates up for election in the California State Legislature. Hastings and Quillian's political givings at a state level so far surpasses their federal giving ahead of the 2020 election. At a national level, they have given at least $1.7 million in the last year, with the major or majority of it going to SMP, a super PAC that supports state Democrats. Hastings has given at least 2.8 dollars to Joe Biden and Democrats presidential candidate. A spokesperson for the couple declined to comment on the political donations. Hastings, who co-founded Netflix in 1997 and is chairman and co-CEO, is currently worth $5 billion, Forbes calculates. Under Quillian's name, the couple gave $2 million to oppose Proposition 20, which if approved would increase penalties for some property crimes. 
like shoplifting items more than $250 in value or car theft and for repeated parole violation, thus making it more difficult for convicted felons to qualify for early parole. The Charles Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, the philanthropic and political advocacy organization of Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan, also gave $2 million to oppose the passage of Prop 20. Those are the largest donors in opposition to the ballot measure. Quailing is also listed in the fourth largest donor, well as the fourth largest donors to two other state propositions that are up for a vote this November. She gave $1 million to support the passage proposition 16, which would reinstate affirmative action in the state universities and government agencies. And $1 million to support proposition 25, which will get rid of the cash bail system for individuals and instead replaced it with a race-based algorithm. Other state committees they gi- they've given to this year include $250,000 each to support Proposition 17, which would allow parolees to vote, and Proposition 18, which would allow 17-year-olds to vote in state primaries and special election if they turn 18 before the general election. The only political gift to a statewide proposition that Hastings made under his name this year is the $200,000 donation to support Proposition 13, which was up for a vote during the primary election in March. If it passed, it would have authorized the state to issue $15 billion worth of bonds to money, modernize and build out public schools, community colleges, and universities, but it failed to gather enough votes to pass. Cranky. No dividends, no problem, trumped mega donor Sheldon Adelson has given at least $180 million this year despite troubles at his company. Frankie. Regardless of what happens with his casino empire, the 87-year-old billionaire has more than enough cash to remain one of the biggest political donors in the country. Billionaire Las Vegas Sands chairman and chief executive Sheldon Adelson has a, a catchphrase he likes to say during his company's quarterly earnings calls. Yay, dividends. However, Adelson hasn't been able to use 
that favorite phase since January, weeks before the COVID-19 pandemic brought its gaming resort empire to a grinding halt. Cranky. For most people, even billionaires cutting off a major cash speakout might force them to cut back on extraneous expenses like political donations, but not adults. The 87-year-old casino tycoon, who is worth roughly $31.8 billion, has stockpiled an estimated $10.5 billion in cash and invested over the years. So even though his company isn't raining billions in cash and investment over the years, uh, raining any new riches on him, Adelson is still able to share cash on his favored political causes. In fact, Federal Election Commission records show this year Addison has poured at least $180 million into the election more than ever before. Kanki. Addison has come a long way from sleeping on the floor of a Boston tenement as a child to running a newspaper stand to starting the Comdex Technology Conference to becoming the biggest casino magnet in the world. The first year Las Vegas Sands paid out a dividend coincided with the 2012 presidential election when Addison and his wife Mariam spent tens of millions of dollars on politics for the first time ahead of the election. Addison earned more than $250 million in dividends according to an analysis of regulatory filing. He and Marian threw more than $90 million behind Mitt Romney and other Republican causes. Romney lost, of course, and the Democrats kept the Senate. Since then, Adelson has continued to rake in enormous amounts of cash from Las Vegas Sands, of which he owns a majority stake. Like clockwork, he collected between $90 million and $260 million in dividends four times a year for eight years. Adelson also received a special dividend payment in December 2012 of $1.2 billion before taxes. All that cash enabled the Aldersons to become heavyweight in Washington for the 2014 midterm. They have about $6 million according to an analysis. They gave about $6 million according to analysis for records filed with the FEC. But for the 2016 election, they disclosed spending about $82 million. The Andersons, who were not early supporters 
of Donald Trump eventually pointed up point up twenty million dollars towards the pro Trump Super PAC feature forty five in September and October twenty sixteen. For the 2018 midterm, they spent even more. They doled out $50 million to a super PAC supporting Republicans running for the Senate. Another $55 million went to a super PAC backing House Republicans. And about $18 million more went to other candidates and causes, like committees for Senator Ted Cruz, of Texas and Senator Rick Scott of Florida, as well as super PACs that support free enterprise and reducing the size of government in all, the Addisons disclosed spending $123 million. However, in the midst of the current election year, the COVID-19 pandemic hit Las Vegas sand stock price crashed 54% in March from its 52-week high. The next month, Sands announced it was suspending its dividend program because of COVID-19 and the struggles have continued. During the company's first quarter earnings call, Anderson said, I assure you, I have not said yay dividends and yay buybacks for the last time. I'm looking forward to saying them again and hopefully very soon. Last week, Sands reported that its quarterly revenue were down 82% from a year ago. In Macau, the most important market for the company, third quarter sales were down 92%. On Monday, Bloomberg News reported that Las Vegas Sands is exploring its sales of its Vegas assets and Venetian and Palazzo and the Sands Expo Convention Center. The report said the properties could go for $6 billion October gaming revenues are beginning to trend upward in Macau as China eased its aggressive COVID-19 related travel restrictions. But it's not clear when Las Vegas Sands will start paying out dividends again. I think the key thing right now is that we're in the early stages of recovery of COVID. San CFO Patrick Dorman said during the last week's earning call, and we're going to see how that trajectory goes before we make a determination about return of capital. A representative of for Anderson did not respond to multiple requests for comment for this story. The Andersons will be just fine either way good news for Republicans lucky enough to count them as donors. So far this cycle, the casino magnates 
have donated $60 million to a super PAC supporting Senate Republican and $40 million to a group backing Republicans in the House. They've also given $1 million to a super PAC supporting Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina and another $1.2 million to a joint fundraising committee backing the president. In August, a new super PAC popped up and within weeks spent $76 million on ads opposing Joe Biden when the FEC filings came out early this month they revealed that the Andersons were bankrolling nearly all of that spending having donated 75 million dollars out of their own pocket Jesus ha what are people's comments Michaela Tindara staff writer at Forbes Okay, she said, email me at mtinders at forbes.com and follow her on Twitter if you want more of that or if you appreciate that. And Will Yakovis said he's a staff writer on device beat covering cannabis, gambling, and more. He believes in the many virtues of vices previously at Forbes. He covered the whole world's richest. <laughs> if he covers the whole world's richest, then he'll be the one to follow because he'll give you balanced updates, not just on one particular individual like the U.S. president, above on all world rich, you know. Elton Musk said to receive $2.9 billion payday after Telsa reports strong quarter. Telsa has yet to slow down despite the raging pandemic and economic crisis, reporting its fifth straight quarterly profit last week. Thanks to the strong results, CEO Elton Musk is now eligible to receive the fourth tranche of his massive $55 billion compensation package. The electric car maker has already achieved the first requirement for the fourth tranche a six month average market capitalization of 20 250 billion dollars the company's market cap early afternoon monday 385 billion dollars Telsa has also exceeded another requirement for Musk Pay package cumulative EBITDA earnings before interest tax debt and amortization. Cranky, so that's that. That's what that means. EBITDA EB. ITDA earnings before interest taxes, depreciation and amortization of $4.5 billion over the four consecutive quarters for the most recent quarter. Through September 30, Telsa 
EBITDA was $1.8 billion for the past four quarters. Cumulative EBITDA topped $5 billion. Musk will receive $8.44 million option to purchase Telsa stock from company's board at an exercise price of $70 per share once the results are certified by the board. According to Telsa's most recent filing, the value of the options before task is $2.9 billion at Monday's afternoon is $413 share price. Musk is required to hold shares he acquires through exercising the options for five years. Musk is already the fifth richest person in the world, worth $91.9 billion. Forbes estimates his net worth has nearly quadrupled since mid-March when he ranked number 31 on our world's billionaire list with a net worth of $24.6 billion. Musk owns 21% of 31, uh, tel- 21% of Telsa, but has pledged more than half his stake as collateral for personal loans. Forbes applies a discount to his pledges shares to account for the loans. His stake in reusable Apple's no reusable rocket company SpaceX uh, represents less than a quarter of his fortune. So Moss has previously unlocked three tranches Delsa has paid richly for these paydays. Spending $571 million on stocks compensation for the nine months ending September 30, more than double the same period last year. In order to qualify for his next major payday, which will be the fifth of his 12 tranches deal with Telsa, Moss has to lead the company to either $6 billion in annual annualized EBITDA or $55 billion in annualized revenue. In addition to sustaining a six-month average market capitalization for $300 billion, revenue in 2019 was $24.6 billion. Telso would need to exceed EBITDA of $2 billion for the quarter through December, which is 13% higher than the company hit in the quarter through September. A detailed note, this post has been updated to reflect a lower exercise price for the option following Telsus uh, 5-for-1 share split in August this year. Okay. Is there anything else huge to talk about? Trump has sold 
$118 million worth of property since taking office. While other Trump organization ventures have grabbed more than headlines, more headlines, the president's company has quietly stuck more than hundred small deals that adds up. Would you slide see their titles, right? After Donald Trump won the 2016 election, business inside the Trump organization slowed down. Hotels and apartment buildings scrapped the Trump's brand off their projects. Customers at the president's most important golf resort booked fewer stays and deals for new developments dried up. All of that left his sons Eric and Donald Trump Jr. with few options for expanding their father's business. They could, however, generate some cash by selling off properties. Luckily for Trump, he entered the Oval Office sitting on a law of inventory luxury apartment on developed lots and other real estate he has acquired over the years. Since he took office, his sons have quietly traded a boatland of it. While other Trump ventures have grabbed more headlines, Donald Trump's sons have unloaded 118 watt of properties real estate since January 2017. Aren't you just repeating yourself? Spring Creek Towers, location Brooklyn, what he sold 4% interest in the federally subsidized housing complex. What he got, $33 million estimate. Two undeveloped lots in California, Rancho Palos Verdes, California. What he sold, 11 lots. What he got, $23 million. Trump International Hotel Las Vegas. What he sold, more than five dozen condos units. What he got, $18 million. Trump Park Avenue, Manhattan. What he sold, one penthouse. What he got, $16 million. Five, California Mansion, Beverly Hills. What he sold, one 5,400-square-foot home. What he got, $13.5 million. Six, Trump Park East, Manhattan. What he sold, three condo units. What he got, $7 million. South Carolina Warehouse, location, North Charleston, South Carolina, what he sold, one warehouse, what he got, $4 million. Eight, land in Dominican Republic, what he sold, land in Dominican Republic, what he got, $3 million. Trump International Hotel and Tower, Chicago, what he sold, parking spaces, what he got, 
$300,000 estimated. Resident real estate in Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia. Oti sold 25% stake in unknown real estate. Oti got $150,000. And Lee Kung Hee, legendary head of Samsung and Korea, Korea's richest man dies at 78. And he, Lee is perhaps most famous for telling the executives to change everything but your wife and kids in a 1993 declaration when he announced management reforms with nearly three decades at a, the helm, Lee transformed Samsung into the leading manufacturing <laughs> Where is it? Is it gone? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Where did you find that? Manufacturing of smartphones, smart TVs, and memory chips. There are... Oh, okay, you want to go there again, I'm not going. So Lee was a master of careful, cautious, and shrewd decision-making, says Godfrey Kane, who wrote a book on Samsung, suffering from lung cancer when he made the incredibly risky decision in 1983 to enter a semicolon. Dutos Kane says, allowed samsung to turn korea into a republic of samsung i think you've done enough for the riches today may you get wealthy and just can't leave the subject alone oh my ancestors are very rich you can have one without the other is in the blood anyway is there anything else? Any jokes? Oh my god, you've missed the webinar whilst you were doing news. At least they've sent you a replay. Chill with your lunch and listen to what they said. I think I need a douse of Tory.mg right now. That one is always a thoroughbred escapism. There's always something there that gets you going. You either giggling or you're shocked with less or you're fascinated or you're impressed either way it certainly gets you sorry dot right let's see what that comes up with i got four minutes if you don't come up before four minutes then I should do nothing with it but chat. Oh, you did come up. I can't believe you called my bluff. Good fear. So what do you got? Really? That was fast. How salesman seized and sold his property. Man tells panel his stories. 
Nigerian Army reveals Lagos State Government invited soldiers to confront protesters at Lekito Gate. Federal Government declares public holiday. Oh no, 18-year-old student of AAU reported gets kidnapped on her way to Kongi. They came to kill us Lekito Gate survival blast Nigerian Army for denying that soldiers shot at protesters. So sad see obituary of photo of NSAS protester Antony Unioche stabbed to death by hoodlums in Abuja. NSCTC dismisses officer spotted looting palliatives in Abuja. WAEC reveals when it will release 2020 SSSC results. President Buhari reappoints Professor Yakubu as INEC chairman. Dancer James Brown orders cleared of homosexuality charge. Dancer, okay, um, photo of 29 year old man who defiled his neighbor's seven year old daughter in Anambra. Evil. Federal government said to construct 10 new airports. Minister of Aviation Hadi Surika said, Alpha Barrel case, Tinumbu case filed bond in court. Lawyer. This one said he was almost stabbed by hoodlum at NYNC orientation camp. DPO speak up. Fasting cannot solve Nigerians' problem. Sam Kell tackles Adeboye for ordering 30 days fasting and prayer. You do realize that all kind of fasting, some fasting is people abstain completely from sexual intercourse. Some abstain from eating chicken. Some abstain from eating red meat. Some abstain from um, having salad. Some abstain from drinking water. Some abstain from drinking anything else but water. Some abstain from having milk. Some abstain from having anything killed, anything peppery, anything tomatoey, any onions. It, it they are all kind of half fast and all kind of fasting. The white fasting is where you have nil by mouth from midnight until six p.m. the next day. So you can you can actually see somebody fasting and say eating and say oh my god look with that lying pants he or she says she's fasting you don't know you're they're not totally lying there's something they're abstaining from that you don't know about it so shock at eight year old nigerian boy falls inside well and dies ah tragedy as Boko haram kills pregnant woman and five others in bono ah that's evil that one said he became paralyzed when SARS pushed him or her off a two-story building. Man narrates a Nasrawa horrible encounter. Jesus. Nigerian records 113 new COVID-19 coronavirus cases. Amthos came in 15 buses and tried to burn down uh, his house. Milaye said, Lekki shooting some Wolu. Gravely implicated, Fanny Kayode reacts to Ami's claim. Ensa 
we must regulate social media before it destroys us, Lai Mohammed. Atikua Bubakasons loses uh, custody of his children to ex-wife. Ritual rites 